You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Ismac. 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 Welcome back to Ear Snacks. Welcome. I'm Andrew. And I'm Polly. And and guess what? What? This is the first episode of season three. It is. And I'm so excited that I can barely contain myself. (laughs) 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 Well, that's a funny choice of words, Polly. I told you I had the best first line for this episode. Because today on Ear Snacks. Yeah. We're talking all about... Jars. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm right on topic. Mm-hmm. My name is Annika. Eris. Liv. Rama. I live in Seattle. Charleston. In Louisiana. Sunnyvale. So we were wondering, what's a jar? A jar is something that's made out of glass. It's a thing where you put things in. Something that you put in or you drink through. It has a cover, and if you bang it really hard, it breaks. What are jars made of? They're made of glass. Glass. Uh, they're made of glass. Glass on the bottom and tin on the top. Ooh, what do they look like? They have a round circle on the top. Top is round. And they have a circle on the bottom also. How do you open jars? You have to screw it open, and then when it stops, you open it up. You twist it this way. Which way? Left. And if you twist it right, righty tie is closed. Lefty Lucy Calendari. Lucy Calendari. They make these tinging sounds. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. So what can you do with a jar? Use it to store food or other things like that. Can, can we copy? Really small pets. Tomato sauce. Mayonnaise. Fireflies. Snow globes. Pickles. Damn. Peanut butter. A candle jar. Stone candy. <laughs> Penny jars. Legos. So you can also maybe make a musical instrument. Thanks, friends. I'm Andrew. I'm Polly. And you're listening to Ear Snacks. Jar Snacks. <laughs> jar Snacks? Well, there are a lot of different kinds of jars. You mean like my giant jelly bean jar? <laughs> Wait, what giant jelly bean jar? I, uh, what? I don't, I don't know what you're talking Wait, what, about. What is that jar? Is that? You mean this one? <laughs> With chunk. all the rainbow colors of, that you have there? The- Did you hear that sound, though? That was cool. That was a cool sound. Yeah, thank you. Did the jar make that sound? It did. Can you make any sounds with jars? Funny you should ask, Polly. 
Oh, I see so many jars that Andrew's brought up. Yeah. There's a teeny jar. There's a great big jar. Some of the jars are smooth. And that one has some letters. It's a little bumpy where the letters are and the letters are kind of in cursive. Jar? And then like one of them has some fruit pictures on it. I wondered why you, Why would you put fruit <laughs> pictures on a jar? It's not like you would put anything with fruit in a jar. Polly, that's enough mm-hmm. about the way the jars look. Oh. Can we share with our podcast friends how these jars can sound? Of course we can. Okay, so the first thing you should know when yeah. making sounds with jars yes. is that they are made of glass. And as we know, glass is one of those things that can break. Yeah, so be very careful and gentle with your jars. This is something you're going to need to do with your grown-up. I have this to tap them with, Polly. It's a, a little wooden stick. Cool. But you could also use a wooden spoon mm-hmm. or something else soft, maybe rubber, but metal might be too hard. So here is your standard tink, tink, tink sound. Oh, yeah, tink. Tink, tink. Uh, And then, of course, you can clink two glasses together. Mm, Very carefully. Very carefully. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For a celebration. Sure, sure. Like a being together. Cheers. 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 You may notice this cool sound I can make by rubbing the bottoms of the jars together. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And even these jar lids can make some different cool sounds. I'm going to be in a jar band. Do we start a jar band? Yeah, we should definitely start a jar band. That's what we're doing right now. We already are a jar band. <laughs> jar, we're a jar band. Ooh, and Polly. Yo. We can even tune these jars by pouring different amounts of water into them. What? Like we did with Sarah Louise Calloway on our glasses episode of Ear Snacks. What? Check it out. All right. Here's a jar with no water in it. Now, That's a bummer because I'm thirsty. Well, listen what happens when I add a little bit more water. Okay. I'm listening. My, my ears are open and I'm really waiting for your sounds. Now I'm going to add a little more water. That was not so much a tink, tink, tink as it was a, a ting, ting, ting. That was like a tang, tang, tang. I'm going to add a little more. Where'd you get all this water? My water bottle. Oh. That was my favorite sound was the clunk. <laughs> glunk. Oh, a doom doom doom. Now when I add more water, can you tell if the sound is getting higher or lower? Ah, okay. Well first there was a tink tink tink, yeah. then a tang tang tank, then a doom doom doom. Let's yeah. try one more. Okay. Even now, if you're listening at home before Andrew pours more water mm-hmm. and tests the sound of his jar mm-hmm. with more water in it, which is almost full, so don't spill it in the studio, nah. what do you think will happen? Do you think the sound will be higher or lower? Let's find out. You are listening to Ears. Andrew. Polly, I just remembered we have a friend who has, like, so many jars. Should we give her a call? Yeah, let's do it. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Beep. Amy, are you there? 
I am. I'm here. Hi. Hello. Hi. Would you introduce yourself to our podcast pals? My name is Amy. I really like food and I really like to eat food, but I also like to share food with other people. Amy is the most wonderful, generous person who shares her love of food through Salt and Sage. Salt and Sage is a catering company. And she's sharing it with us today. Okay, Amy, first we have a very important question. How many jars do you think you have? Well, I probably have about 25 jars at my house. But then at my dad's house, there's probably maybe like 85 jars. Are these empty jars or full jars? They are all empty jars. Do you have any full jars? I have a half full jar. What's it half full of? It has chicken noodle soup. (gasps) And I ate some of it, so that's why it's only halfway full. Are all your jars the same kind of jar? They are not the same kind of jars, and it's one of the things that I love about jars. There's different shapes. Hexagon jars. Hexagon jars. Jars that are in a cylinder. Cylinder. Sometimes the outside is really smooth, and sometimes it has a design on the outside. It's not smooth. The other thing I love about jars is that they come in all different sizes. So you could get a very, very, very big jar, or you could get a very, very, very small jar. Why do you need different shapes and sizes of jars? Well, one reason is because sometimes you have a lot of something to put in a jar. Like a lot of soup for a lot of people. Or a lot of soup for one person or two people to eat over a long period of time. Mm, Have you ever done that? I just did that recently. I have some friends who got a second shot in their arm. Okay, of the COVID vaccine? Yeah, the vaccine. Sometimes after you get that shot, you need to rest for a little bit. And I think it's really nice to be cozy and resting with some soup. So I made them some soup for when they're resting. Soup is so cozy. Does anything ever spill out of a jar? One time, I dropped a jar and it broke. Ah! And the thing that was in the jars was a kind of kimchi. Do you know about kimchi? Kimchi is, it's a cabbage, right? Yeah, it's fermented. Fermented. So it sits for a very long time and it begins to develop a smell, which I think makes the food taste better. But it can be a surprising smell. And I had a big container. It was a gallon. Oh, that's so big. Did you make it? I did. It's called Dong Chi Mi. It's Korean. It had been in my refrigerator for almost a month. I took it out to bring it to somebody's house because we had made it together and we were going to eat it together. So because it had been in the refrigerator, when it came out of the refrigerator, the outside of the jar had some condensation on it. Condensation. It was slippery. It was like pretty slippery. I got in my car. I put it in the seat next to me. I drove over to my friend's house. I got out of my car and I wasn't just carrying the jar. I think I had my purse. I had something else in my other hand. I was walking towards the building that they live in and I got almost to the inside of the lobby of their apartment building. And I dropped the jar. Oh no. The jar is made out of glass. It broke. All of it was on the floor. You could smell that jar in their building where people walk in for a long time. If jars get slippery sometimes, why would you take the risk of transporting something in a jar instead of, you know, something like a, a plastic bag or, I don't know, like, like a suitcase? 
Um, well, a suitcase would be interesting, actually. You should definitely put all that kimchi in a suitcase. The problem with a suitcase is that the suitcase won't fit in my refrigerator. Mm. Ah, okay. Mm. I mean, that's possibly not the only problem. Mm. So you've got these, like, 85 jars plus 25 jars plus however many jars you can't even count. What do you do with them when you're done using them? Say you fill it up with soup, and then you drink the soup, mm. and then... I wash it. You wash the jar. Then I put it back into a cupboard for it to wait to be filled up again with something else. I use it over and over and over again. Ooh, it's an over and over and over and over again thing. Yeah. Unless it breaks in the lobby. There was a happy ending to that story, by the way. Not only did I make a jar of the dongchimi, the Korean kimchi, but the friends whose house I was going to, they also had made one. So we each still got to taste it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well now hang on. So your friend had some in their fridge and you had some in your fridge mm. for a month. Yeah, and we just wanted to experience both of our jars together. That's really cool. I mean, it's like a perfect science experiment. Yeah, it's like a little time capsule. What would happen if you put something you usually put in a jar, like mayonnaise, in a bag? It would be messy and yucky. It would leak. It would make it suck. You have a mess! <laughs> a mess! <laughs> a mess. <laughs> Polly, jars are important. I know, without them it'd be sticky and slimy and glitch. Can a bottle be a jar? It's like a jar, but I don't think so. Can a door be a jar? No. No, it can't. No. Door is not round, so it's not a jar. Bar. Bar. Gar. Car. Car. How would you say jar if you were a pirate? What if you were an alien? Jar. How about a robot? Goodbye, jars. Goodbye, jars. Toodaloo. Bye, jars. Bye, jars. Thank you for telling us about jars. Yeah, thanks. Goodbye and goodbye. See you later, crocodile. <laughs> Bye, friends. You're listening to Ear Snacks and... No, Jar Snacks. <laughs> You can put ear snacks in jar snacks, don't you, you think? You can put so many things in jars, Paul. Oh, Andrew, what's your favorite thing to put in a jar, do you uh, think? Oh, sometimes in our house, yeah, we have a jar full of jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of jars that hang out in our, sh like in our shelves, like mm. in our pantry. What's the difference between a fridge jar and a shelf jar? Jars seem to stay good for like a really long time in the pantry as long as we don't open them. Have you noticed that? I have noticed that the jam jars, like the ones that Grandma Joan gives us. Yeah. She usually makes blueberry jam. Blueberry That's jam? Her jam. <laughs> That's her jam. Blueberry jam. That's Grandma her Joan's jam. jam. Okay. But I noticed that her jam lasts a lot longer than, say, fresh blueberries that we got from the farmer's market. Yeah. In the fridge. Who could we ask for more information about this idea? Mm, who, who has information? About food. About food. Um, 
and the way it works. And also puts words out of their mouth into a microphone. Hey, Andrew. Oh. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Polly. Oh, hi, Harry. Hey, Harry. (laughs) It's our friends from Time for Lunch. Oh, I know that podcast. It's great for learning about eating, cooking, and enjoying, and even sometimes playing with your food. (laughs) Hannah, can you imagine what life would be like without jars? If we didn't have jars, my fridge and pantry would be a mess. You have a mess. I keep everything in jars from chocolate chips to dried chilies. To Grandma Jones jams. Which brings me to our question. We're curious about why our blueberries in our fridge get smushy and moldy. Smushy? But our blueberry jam from Grandma Joan... Stays good so long. It stays good all the time from like when Grandma Joan gives it to us in the holidays. Mm. And then I put it in the cabinet and then I can't find it. Until and the then next it's holiday. like all summer. And then we're eating blueberries <laughs> that come from the market. Mm. And then all of a sudden in like October, mm. I'm like, oh, hey, I forgot about that jar of jam. Harry, how do you get food to last so long in jars? We make sure there aren't any teeny tiny microbes hiding out before we even start to fill our jar with delicious food. Microbes? Microbes. Microbes. What do microbes do? Microbes can spoil food by making it rot, which is gross. Ugh. Ugh, I don't want any cooties in my jars. So we want to keep those microbes out. How do you keep things that are so small you can't even see them out of your jars? The most important thing you have to start with is a very clean jar. And often we'll heat up our jars in boiling water because there's almost nothing that can live in that kind of heat. Okay, so I get my glass jar super clean and then I use... In the case of pickles, we use vinegar to preserve the foods and make them more delicious. Mm, Vinegar. The microbes hate vinegar and can't survive in there. Salt and sugar also help to make the environment inhospitable for them so that they can't survive. Oh. So salt and vinegar and sugar aren't just delicious flavors. They also make a magic potion that keeps the microbes from spoiling my food? Right. Ah. Think of things like jelly and jam or capers or ketchup, mustard. They all have salt, sugar, or vinegar, and sometimes all three. That's cool that that's one way jars work. Yeah. Okay, one last question. There are jars made of materials other than glass, right? Jars made of earthenware, like clay and stoneware, that kind of thing, they've been made for millennia, which is like thousands of years, to store food and beverages. There are some foods that are traditionally made in jars, like the fermentation of vinegar, kimchi, bean pastes, and other foods in places like Korea and China, and that's been happening for a long time. Yum! You are listening to Ear Snacks with Andrew and Polly. Polly, Hannah, and Harry told us so many new things I didn't know about jars. I wonder, like, how many more things are there to know about jars? We should ask your mom about jars. We should ask my mom about jars. She hasn't been on our podcast yet. She hasn't been on no. our podcast yet. Jar that for later. Jar for later. Mm-hmm. Jar jar later. Um, What's your favorite sweet thing to go in a jar? I didn't get your answer. Well, sometimes there's jelly beans in a jar. Have you ever noticed that? Uh... Are you talking about my giant jar of jelly beans? (laughs) Gablonk.
<laughs> you mean this one right here? Kablark. I was trying to hide it, but it just won't fit in my drawer. <laughs> Polly, that thing is huge. How many jelly beans do you have in there? Actually, I have no idea. I just keep putting them in there every time I have extra jelly beans. And, and well, now the whole gallon jar is full of them. Hmm. Why are you curious to know how many jelly beans are in my <laughs> giant jar of jelly beans? Yes. Yes, I am very curious. What about you listening at home? Are you curious to know? Yes, yes, we're all curious. Oh, now I'm getting an idea. Okay, I'm gonna post a picture of this giant jar full of jelly beans. And any of our friends who wanna guess how many jelly beans they think are in this jar. You can comment on the photo of these jelly beans on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Grownups, you can help your kids see the picture and then comment with their guess. Ooh, I wonder if I can get close. Ooh, I'm going to try to guess. Um, ooh, what if I get it exactly right, Polly? If anyone gets it exactly right... <gasps> will you send them a whole gallon of jelly beans? A lifetime supply? No, I definitely will not send them a gallon no. of jelly beans that I have already touched. Hmm. But we will make a donation <gasps> to the organization of their choice. A big donation? Okay, this is becoming a math problem. Uh, um, a math opportunity? We will donate one penny for every jelly bean that's in the jar. Ooh, that better be a lot of jelly beans. To the three closest guessers. Ooh. And. There's more? I will send them something special in the mail. What will we send them? What will we send them? Yeah. I don't know, something special and maybe a few clean jelly beans. Ooh. Brand new ones. Brand new. If it's okay with their parents. Who we will message before next episode drops next week. So get your guesses in. Polly, don't forget to post the picture. Oh, I'll post it. I'll post pictures from every angle. I will post so many pictures of of my jar of jelly beans. A giant jar. Also, what's your favorite flavor of jelly bean? Um, coffee? Enough questions. Okay, we're out of time for today. (laughs) I'm so excited. I can barely contain myself. And that's our show. Thanks for listening to Ear Snacks. The first episode of season three. Thanks so much to our friends. Monica, Eris, Liv, and Rala for sharing what they know about jars. Yeah. A special thanks to Eris for sharing his amazing drawing of snakes in a jar in a forest. That's the album art for this episode. What's in your jar? And what does it look like? If you make some art about your jar, have your grown-up share it with us on social media. Thanks to Hannah and Harry from Time for Lunch, an awesome podcast about food and what you can do with it. Find a link to their show on the Heritage Radio Network in our show notes. Special thanks to our brand new editor, Allison Holly. Thank you, Allison. Who is helping us make more episodes and include more kids. And one million thanks to one of our favorite humans, Amy Dickens. Sometimes people hear that as chickens. So some people call me Amy Chickens of Salt and Sage for sharing what she loves about sharing food in jars. Find out more about Salt and Sage by visiting saltandsagecatering.com saltandsagecatering.com or by looking at yummy pictures of Amy's beautiful food on Instagram. And if you're a grown-up who lives near Los Angeles, you definitely should do that because you might even be able to taste it sometime. Or if you're a kid. Or a kid. Or a kid. Or a kid. (laughs) Oh, Andrew, and I have some good news. Hmm. Amy has even more stuff to share about jars. Do we get to talk to her more next episode? That's right. That's nice. Like a nice jar. 
Talk to you later. See you next time. I wonder how many jelly beans are Don't in Don't get away. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I could start counting, but... Yeah, you better. It's going to take us forever to count all these jelly beans. Hmm. So what do you think? Start now? Well, I'm just going to eat one first. Okay, no more eating jelly beans or we'll never know how many is in here. Ear Snacks is made by Andrew and Polly. Thanks for listening.